following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to another episode of Colts fans in Bill's land. Boo. Boo. Booty. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts and alongside with me every single week, my good friend and fellow survivor here in this dump hole known as Bill's land, Mr. Brandon Rogers. Brandon, how the hell are you? I'm ecstatic, man. I'm pumped. Uh, I feel like our team is finally full. We're whole. We don't have any question marks anywhere. It, it's a good day to be a Colts fan in Bill's land. That's for sure. Yes, it most certainly is. And what Brandon is referring to, uh, unless you've been living under a rock or, um, you know, Ryan Grigson's the desk, rock, Dwayne uh, Johnson, the Dwayne rock or yeah. <laughs> or if you've been living under Ryan Grigson's former desk, uh, you know, that or you would know that today the Colts finalized a, a deal with uh, former Kansas City Chiefs first over first round pick and Eric Fisher solidifying the offensive line position and getting that left tackle that we've all been craving for. Um, really cool because we're not talking about this a week later than we wanted to. So finally, uh, you know, this show has had some rotten luck the first month and a half all the news would break like a day or two after we dropped an episode and blah. So today, Eric Fisher's our good luck charm. Brandon, your initial hey, thoughts on it. We, we can't say good luck. I've said luck uh, twice bad luck. in the last minute. I, I've said luck twice. It's terrible. Can we say Juju instead? Cause you know, he's in the league still and maybe something bad could happen to him instead. Uh, like he, this TikTok screen screen breaks or something. You know, <laughs> Juju, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with Alrighty. that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm hoping that Eric uh, Fisher gives us some good juju. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, he's a Pro Bowl left tackle. You know, he's shown that he could, you know, pass protect for the best quarterback in the league. And I think they would have won the Super Bowl had he been healthy. But that's the key point, him being healthy. I tore my Achilles. I know what kind of hell that is. Uh, I think it took me about 10 months to, to wrestle again after tearing my Achilles and I didn't play in the NFL having these, you know, 300 pound defensive ends coming after me. Correct. And they expect him to be back ready by September. That's a stretch. I mean, if he can, God willing, I hope he does. I hope he's 80, 90% of what he was because he was a monster on that field and hell he would make our offensive line impenetrable. I mean, he would, they would be the chastity belt, of freaking offensive linemen. They would be the opposite of every single girl in Buffalo. No one's getting through there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, well, um, I'm going to roll it back a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Good. 100%. And then the injury part is ner- a little nerve wracking. Two of you is 100% correct. If you've never been to Buffalo, man, man, only if I had just a little bit of game, maybe, maybe pre I'm married, I'm married, I'm married, I'm married, I'm married. Hi, honey. <laughs> Um, only if, you know, pre, pre being married and held down, maybe, you know, I would have been a lucky guy here and there, but I wasn't. So he's very right. Um, this will be nice though. <laughs> this will be nice. Of course, the health is a big question. They signed him to a lot of money, which for a one year, a, a decent amount of one year offensive lineman money. All right. Eric Fisher is obviously a, uh, a proven commodity. And I think the only reason why he was let go was because of that Achilles injury. Let me be perfectly honest with you. Um, I am nervous, though. They're saying probably not till October. And what it sounds like is that September may be a rough little month to be a Colts fan. Could be rough. No, man. We got Sam Tevy. It's all good. Shut, shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> you don't mean that. You don't mean that. <laughs> We're going to talk about Sam Tevy in a little bit. But, um, man, like. This is like the all injury team. <laughs> this Colts, like these Colts, it's, it's Team Achilles, man. It's Team Achilles. It's, it's crazy. It's we, you know, our second round draft pick, that Deo Ogan Ogan, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, you know, Eric Fisher. We got Marlon Mack back. We know Carson Wentz's injury history, like in T. Y. Hilton injury history. It's just like, yeah, it's the all injury team, baby. What to do? <laughs> but i am excited you know this is the colts are a place of redemption um you know we we pull in other people we're we're not patriots good at it but we're pretty good at taking other people's scraps and making them relevant again and i hope i mean if if fisher gets in there we're there's no drop off between costanzo and eric fisher it's huge for this offensive line protecting carson wentz's blind side it's a good offensive line. It's a really already a very good offensive line, but it, that le- that blindside spot is scary. You know that that left tackle position is very scary. But Eric Fisher will, you know, once he gets in, once he gets going, man, Carson Wentz is going to have all the time he needs in the day uh, to make throws, to make uh, make his reads properly. I I really hope this 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 works out because. Um, yeah, the, the guy from Chicago, I think, Len, was it Leno or something? Charles Leno? Yeah, Charles um, Leno. Which, I don't know what he's looking for, but I wouldn't hate just scooping him up for a little extra, you know, just to kind of shuffle around perhaps. Uh, you can never be, especially like depth has been our biggest issue. Excuse me, with the Colts offensive line. And uh, it, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. But I, I'm stoked for Eric Fisher. I think the sky's the limit for this team now uh, from an offensive standpoint. And this I'm officially satisfied uh, with this with this offseason. I am. Officially satisfied like all the women in Buffalo? <laughs> I, I wouldn't know about that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I... I'm kind of on the fence whether I would have wanted to have Leno or Fisher. You know, with Leno, there was a uh, a, a higher floor 
but a lower ceiling than with Fisher. Fisher, yeah, I mean, he can come back and be a shelving for himself, so he has a very low floor. Right. But if he can get, if he can just scratch the surface uh, he did in Kansas City for you know his Pro Bowl years, you know, he had some bad in Kansas City too. It wasn't all great, but the last you know four years he kind of settled on in and you know showed why he was a, a first overall. I think he's the first overall pick. Um, twenty thirteen. I think you Kansas. might be yeah. right. And fun little fact, Chris Ballard was there in Kansas City. He was, uh, I'm not sure exactly what position Chris Ballard held in the front office, but um, he may or may not have had some hand in the drafting of Eric Fisher. So uh, it's kind of cool, come full circle. Do we like that, though? I always feel like we're doing a lot of retreads where, you know, Ballard's picking from his cabinets back in Kansas City and uh, Chicago. Or, you know, uh uh, Frank wants to grab Bill Rivers or Carson Wentz or Trey Burton. Yeah, it, it feels like there's a lot of familiarity with our players in our front office. And sometimes, you know, it's nice to take a risk and kind of go outside your comfort zone. And there are other good players too, besides people that you've known. So, I, you know, I, I get it. Yeah. But it's a great point. It's, it's not a bad point at all. Um, you know, the familiarity does help. I think for just getting some kind of flow and consistency going. And while uh, some younger guys are being established perhaps, but uh, you know, I, I don't think it's too far fetched. I mean, but I mean, I know we don't, we're not bills fans here, but look what Buffalo made of Carolina. All right. Carolina yeah. was, was Buffalo's farm team for the last several years. And Oh yeah, we're gonna trade for Calvin Benjamin, <laughs> and look how that panned out. You know what I mean? It, it it the Philip Rivers thing. Obviously, like we've talked at you know at nauseum about how you know you you doubted him obviously coming in and it panned out. Uh, Trey Burton, when used in, in the way that the Colts intended it to be used, you know he he worked. He worked. I think familiarity goes a long way um, with transitional periods. I and. You know what I mean? That obviously, obviously, this is all a new like test, right? We're we're both on the same page when it came to Carson Wentz, essentially. Doubting him uh, a little bit. Oh, ooh, ew. You know, is this the right move? You know, we we totally did. We totally did. Uh, there's a new challenge out of it, but obviously, I think uh, I don't think Chris Ballard and Frank Reich would be doing these kind of things if they weren't comfortable with their ability ability to uh, connect and and you know get that chemistry and bring out the best in these athletes. You're right, you know, and I I have to stop doubting them because they haven't filled us yet. But you're just waiting for that other shoe to drop. Like, all right, there, something's got to happen. Like, this isn't always going to work out. Right. But maybe it is. Maybe Carson's going to ball out. And again, I'll just, I'll eat crow and say, never mind. You know, I'm sorry, Carson. Like, just like I did with Phil Rivers. You know, hopefully I'll do the same with Eric Fisher. I, I just, man, if it, if it all comes together this year, it's like, how can you ever doubt these guys? Really? If, right. if we do any kind of noise this year, we can't doubt them anymore. No, I, 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 I certainly agree. It's been one challenge after another, right? Every single year, it's been something new. Every year, something. It's bulls crap. <laughs> it's not fair. You know, some of these teams are making miraculous turnarounds with a new general manager, just a new way of doing business. And Ballard's been, you know, patching potholes uh, as best as he can. And, and then a new one pops up. So I give him a lot of credit. It's it's and I'm glad that I think what I'm glad about, too, is that, uh, you know, Jim Ursay is kind of along for the ride 
with all this. I think that's very important too, because uh, I think Colts fans have been very, very fortunate for the most part, but there's been a lot of teams where you're like, Oh my God, why did they fire that guy? You know, that GM or that, that head coach it's happened numerous times. You know, I, I, I think, I feel like there are some owners who would lose patience with Chris, with a Chris Ballard, with what, what he's had to go through, um, lose patience with Frank Reich to an extent, uh, with some of the things that he's had to endure since being here in the, with the Colts. I think that's the most important thing though, is that Jim Mercy is like, listen, I know this sucks. All right. This sucks. Uh, you know, everything that's kind of transpired the last couple of years, uh, having a restart in the middle of a rebuild is not good. It's not good, but, um, I, yeah, I mean, I think that it's so hard because, you know, if so we have, we have to question, right. It's important in life to question things that, yes. um, you know, whatever it may be politics, religion, uh, your favorite football team. It's important to question your, <laughs> your parent, you know, parents, people, friends, uh, bosses, the loose girls out in Buffalo question loose, everything. I get it. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. When you could shove a loaf of bread in that thing, and she's like, "Oh, I'm a virgin," <laughs> you know, she's a liar. She's a liar. They throw a hot dog out a hallway. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> but you know, we have to question this. We have to question Chris Ballard, and we've we've definitely questioned him a lot this off season. We definitely have. You know, when he stated a, couple, mean- a couple months ago that we haven't hit our Super Bowl window, I'm just like, what? And then now I feel confident. I feel good. Um, he just has a funny way of bringing us back around. Always does. I mean, you know, he started his, year, his uh, career off with Grigson's freaking roster, which was god-awful. Starting quarterback being out for the year after thinking, all right, maybe he'll come back this week. Nope. All right, maybe he'll come back this week. No, he's going to be out for the year. Okay, finding halfway through the year. He's, he's done. We're going to shut it down. Cool. All right. His first hiring coach uh, decision. Walks out on him the day of the press conference. Yep. Great. You know, they, they have a good year that year. And then, oh, starting quarterback retires. Awesome. Okay, so he, he goes a year with a, a quarterback he had no intention of starting all year. They almost make the playoffs. That guy got hurt in the middle of the season, tried to play through, and the wheels fell off then. All right. Last year, he finally, you know, goes into the season with a quarterback that he knows is going to start, Phil Rivers. You know, we go to the, the, the playoffs. Phil Rivers obviously old. He he really he couldn't do the dynamic throws. He, he had he didn't press the defense like you know an athletic quarterback could. That had an arm on him. Phil Rivers did what he could, but he, he, the talent obviously wasn't there. And we still you know made it to the first round of the playoffs. Awesome. And then Phil Rivers retires on us. Our left tackle retires on us. We've got COVID. I I poor Chris Ballard. Imagine if he had you know the the, the right start to a career like every other GM. If he had the head start like everyone else, it wasn't had all these setbacks. We'd have two Super Bowls by now. I'm putting it out there. Two Super Bowls. Chris Bell would tell you to SSD because that's how good he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely I'm I'm happy. Like I said, it's important to question this, you know, you know, all these decisions all the time because, you know, we talked about last week. This wasn't a very exciting draft. Uh, and obviously it wasn't a very exciting free agency period. You have to question these things. And it's like, wow, does he really believe that we're uh, trending in the right direction because a lot of teams make you know significant leaps here and there, but um, but I'm confident. I, I, I'm definitely I, I after I think this today's signing today uh, we're recording this on Monday the 10th, a uh, couple hours after Eric Fisher was signed. That you know I'm like okay, I think we can go into the season and and do some stuff and some things and and, and compete for the AFC South and compete for uh, 
you know, they compete in the playoffs, win a game, don't be one and done, that sort of thing. Like, I think I, I'm okay right now where the Colts stand. Well, speaking of today's signing and all the fun moves of this offseason, Matt, that brings us to our topic today, doesn't it? Yes, sir, it does. Yes, sir, it does. Why don't you tell them what we're doing today, buddy? We're going to go through and kind of gauge our excitement on each transaction that the Colts done this offseason. So whether it be, you know, uh, who, who we may have drafted or who we may have signed, just, you know, kind of gauge our excitement and our expectations about all of our new shiny toys that we've got, courtesy of Chris Bellin. Absolutely. Now, I'm see, where do we I'm trying to see where to let me say, right. Do I go to roster? No, can't do that. Yeah, well, I guess we'll start at, uh, we'll just go to the depth chart. I mean, there's a couple people that have been signed, maybe maybe cut uh, by this point, but let's, uh, let's run through. We'll start in March. We'll start in March. Um, defensive tackle Andrew Brown from Houston. We'll, st- we'll start there. <laughs> March 12th, 2021, building up that defensive line. On a scale of one to five, with five being the most uh, excited and one being the, eh, where, where's your excitement level for Mr. Andrew Brown? Is he still on the team? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's my first thought. Exactly. I'm like, I'm looking for the transaction. I'm looking for cuts and uh, I'm not seeing them. So, so I'm going to guess that yeah, you're no, in Apparently he's still on the team. Yeah. He's apparently still on the team. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, Andrew Brown. I, um, he's a camp body. He's not going to make the final roster. Yeah. So when hopefully you get, he can just compete. When you get cut from Houston of all places, um, especially right now where Houston's at, yeah, camp body. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go one on the, exc- on the excitement scale. <laughs> and that's being generous. All right, I think we're both in agreement with that. Uh, March 18th, 2021, the Colts re-signed running back Marlon Mack. We did talk at great length about, uh, you know, our excitement for that. And uh, I think the potential of, you know, what he brings to the be- the, to the, uh, to the running back's room, our backfield, uh, I'm going to put him at a, I'm going to put him at a four. I'm going to put him at a four for excitement level to see him coming back uh, and do his thing. Obviously, it won't be, a, it'll probably be in a lesser role, Oh, definitely will be in a lesser role. But, um, you know, obviously the deal that, that was in, in store for Marlon Mack, steal, steal. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Marlon Mack of four. Um, I'm going to have two different ratings for this one. Okay. Uh, just on the football field-wise, you know, his performance, I'm excited for like two. Okay. Only because I know how crazy it is to come back from an Achilles. You, you don't have the same burst explosion. And as a running back, that's what Marlon Mack had. I mean, he, he hit the hole and he he hit at 100 miles per hour. He he was great and explosive and powerful and shifty all at the same time. And he was fantastic. I don't know if he can reclaim that. If he can, that'd be fantastic. But I again, I think it's going to be a very low floor uh, with Marlon Mack. But as a person-wise, knowing what he brought to the, the running back room, you know, after the injury and, you know, him, you know, going to bat for Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines and being there to help them break down tape, you know, I give him a five, you know, oh, if, all day. if you could just retire right now as running back and work as a running backs assistant coach, um, just to kind of be in there with the room for the guys, that'd be great. 
because I think he he deserves it. He has a big heart, a big brain for the game, and I'm just excited that they brought him back into the organization. I just I don't have too too high expectations for his uh, performance on the field. That I, I I like that answer. I like that answer. Yeah, personally, spiritually, just wanting to see this guy make a comeback and do some stuff and some things. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on the five. Um, that's why when I did the one, you know, just just one score, it was kind of a balance between the two. But I think I think four is fair. You know, possibly a little bit of redemption. And uh, you know, I would just love I would love to take the edge off Carson Wentz and just have the great you know uh, a running a rushing backfield that can go toe to toe with Baltimore. You know, in, in in Tennessee, and be one of the the you know be a top five, top three rushing offense. I would be very much okay with that because I think it's been a long time since the Colts have have been that good um, in the run game. So, uh, all right. So Marlon Mack, we're pretty excited about. Next up, March nineteenth. Uh, first and foremost, re-signing T.Y. Hilton. We'll uh, look at that one first. What's your excitement factor from one to five on uh, Mr. T.Y. Hilton? I'm going to go four for the same reasons you, you talked about Marlon, you know, uh, on the field, hopefully he does better than he did last year. I think with an arm like Wentz, who's a little bit more similar to Andrew Luck than Philip Rivers, you'll be able to get some more of those deep plays to, to TY where we can kind of get behind the, the defense. Um, but again, you know, what he brings to Indy, the city, uh, what he brings to the locker room, what he can do for the development of uh, Michael Pittman, and the younger wide receivers, it's huge. So very excited to have him back. I'm going to give it a four. Yep, I've, uh, I'm in the same boat. Can't have a slow start like we did last year. That's that's for sure. This is this is this is probably if it doesn't pan out, this is probably Ty's. This is, no, this is definitely. It's not even a probably. It's definitely, definitely, definitely Ty's last run uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. There's no doubt in my mind that that is that is too big you know he's he's getting uh, a nice price tag here a nice price tag here with his 10 mil a year and uh which we all know that Jim Irsay had to step in and, and kind of make that happen because the Colts fans demanded it uh, I'm at a four as well I want to see him do well I want to see him prove um you know myself wrong even because you we've, we've said you know Andrew it, it definitely feels like Andrew Luck made T.Y. Hilton's career and I would like to see that. I'd like to see T.Y. Hilton put together, you know, th- this guy's been the uh, essentially the, the face of the franchise for the last decade, just about. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, we had the Andrew Luck years, but T.Y. Hilton's been the one constant, the one constant thing uh, in the face of this this last generation, this, this, this previous generation of Colts uh, players. So I do want to see him, you know, something good come of it. <clears throat> I do. So I'm going to go for here. Um, and then our next one on March 19th, tackle Sam Tevy. Um, probably a little bit less enthusiastic about uh, Sam Tevy. <laughs> Who? Who? <laughs> He's our starting left tackle for week one, at least. Week one, our starting left tackle. Sam Tevy. That's my left tackle. <laughs> like T- <laughs> Be like T.O. One. I'm a one. I'm You're a one. one. Just, I'm not going to say anything about him. I, I'm a one. I said enough about Sam Tevy. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm not seeing him on the transaction chart, but I think we, uh, we overlooked uh, Isaac Rochelle. 
He's I don't I don't see him on this uh, transaction list on ESPN.com. But um, you mean you mean future Hall of Famer Isaac Rochelle? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> you mean that guy? Future All Pro, ten time Pro Bowler, Hall of Fame, defensive end Isaac Rochelle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that guy. I'm about a one. I mean, I'm there's there's a, a reason why he's not on this ESPN list. Let me tell you. They probably did us a huge favor. Probably just a huge favor. Not right even now. worth the 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 effort to type out his name on a line. <laughs> like, oh, the Colts have signed Isaac Rochelle. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I know. I know. Let's move on from Isaac Rochelle and Sam Tevi. I can go to another tackle. Uh, signed March 24th, uh, tackle Julian Davenport. You know how excited I was for Sam Tevi? <laughs> Divide, Divide that, that. By, by five. <laughs> yeah. I was really nervous. That, like After the draft, I was like, really? This is what we're going to be going into the season with? <laughs> Like you have just a colostomy bag of of offensive tackle oh, that you want to that you want to just you know oh yeah we don't need Anthony Costanza we got all this 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 shit we have it all we have just we've a got the Sam's heavy and Julian Davenport yeah woohoo <laughs> uh, also on so obviously it's like a negative one uh, also on that day center Joey Hunt. Depth. He's he's been you know yeah he's, he's just been a piece of our you know offensive line for a bit so yeah. two and a half oh yeah, yeah I'll go I'll go two or three because I know that Ryan Kelly is very injury prone so so yeah. yeah you know I'm never excited to drink milk but I'm not gonna be like hey you know ew milk's gross like all right give me a glass of milk whatever <laughs> Joey Hunt is milk I I, I respect that answer uh, next up. March 26th, uh, defensive end Al-Kadeen Muhammad uh, gets signed to a one-year contract. What do you th- what's your excitement level on that? I thought he did pretty well last year when he was given some opportunities. Yeah, you know, uh, with Danico being gone, I'm kind of excited to see what he can do uh, when he kind of gets, gets put into that role, that Danico role. Because uh, he does, he shows flashes. You know, he's a strong, nasty guy, and hopefully he'll be able to just work hard and kind of, you know, take over that role we're going to need some more sex you know without houston without Danico. so hopefully he'll be able to step on up and produce some kind of pressure under the quarterback i, I give him a two and a half three okay yeah i'm uh i'm probably yeah i'm i'm, I'm in a three i'm looking at a three for this one um and i'm cool with it i'm cool with it i thought like i said he had he had a couple he had a good stretch of games last year uh when we kind of needed him to step up a little bit and i was i was all for him getting a little bit of an extension um. All right. Next up, free safety, Sean Davis. Eh, nothing. Nothing too crazy there, right? Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, "Man, we're getting that safety from Pittsburgh." Oh, yeah, he's not bad. You know, pretty good. I thought. You know, I thought it was a guy that Minka Fitzpatrick was replacing. I guess I was wrong. I, I looked at <laughs> tape of Sean Davis, and it's gonna be rough if he sees significant playing time. Ooh, so let's just hope Julian Blackman and Kerry Willis can stay healthy because that was yeah. rough. All right. So we, without saying it, we're both at once. 
Uh, Offensive guard, Chris Reed. Milk. Milk. One. Spoiled milk. Um, (laughs) Also, I'm not seeing him on here either. Wow, this is really bad at ESPN. You're slacking. Uh, Cornerback, Xavier Rhodes. I'm at a five five for Xavier Rhodes. Five, baby. I almost, you know, slapped my mama when I heard about this one. (laughs) Super pumped to get Xavier uh, Rhodes back. Rhodes are closed. We needed that, especially since, you know, we didn't really, you know, pick anyone up in the draft cornerback-wise. He was the best option on the table for us. If he can just do what he did last year, I'd be ecstatic. Yes, please. Thank you, Ballard, for bringing him back. For sure. Five. Yeah, five all day. Five all day. All right, next up, cornerback TJ Carey. Four. I was pumped to get him back. I thought we needed that other cornerback. You know, we've got four solid corners now with Kenny Moore being a stud, Xavier Rhodes being what he is. Hopefully, Rock can do what he can do. Uh, I think we needed that fourth, and that's what Kerry brings. He was super solid with us last year. You know, we yeah. got Dominic Roger or Dominic Roger or Rogers back there. Uh, hope or uh, Isaiah Rogers. We're gonna be awesome. I love our secondary now. We've got five studs that can go. I'm pumped. If you can tell in my voice, I'm yeah. excited. He made some good plays last year in the playoff game, if I'm not mistaken. Deflecting. I think he had like two interceptions that were called back for penalties um, that were not his fault. I think TJ Carey did. So, yeah, I'm at a four as well. I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, next up on the re-sign- on the signing, re-signing list, uh, we got wide receiver Zach Pascal. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have made the playoffs. There was a time where, you know, T.Y. was hurt. Pittman wasn't was hurt. Uh, Campbell hurt, and it was Pascal <laughs> carrying the ball for us and just coming down with these clutch receptions. Him and Phil Rivers got on the page and they got hot last year. Yeah, I'm pumped. He's super cheap. I'm hoping one day he gets what he deserves because he, he deserves a contract. Um, yeah, I mean we're super light. And people say, oh, Colts don't have any you know wide receiver ones. They don't have any wide receiver ones. We don't. We've got a ton of guys that can get it done though. Pascal can get it done. I was a five bringing him back because, again, I think we're probably going to need him this year. Yeah, I'm a five as well. Pascal is like – he's like one of the best guy – best wide receivers that nobody's ever heard of, essentially, right? He's not a a household name by any means, but he's really, really good and very, very dependable uh, when most – I mean, he's just been – he's been floating around there for the last – I don't even know when the heck we signed him originally. Um, I think it's about three years now. There's probably that. He's just been kind of floating around. He's always found himself in that wide receiver, too. I don't even know what Zach Pascal looks like. <laughs> I, I literally have no idea what he looks like. I could not pick him out of a crop. But uh, regardless, he's always producing. Um, you know, when we need him most, he's, a gr- he's actually a pretty good red zone threat. Um, red zone target. I, I, I've liked him in there. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a five all day for Pascal. Uh, next up, safety George Odom. Again, uh, I, I I give it a well. Maybe I'm not as excited, um, but I'll give him a four. Yeah, uh, just a good glue guy, definitely better than Sean Davis. So if you can, you know, be on the field when Sean Davis isn't, just keep Sean Davis away from the field. I'm all for it. But yeah, uh, I, I love George Odom. He's been great for us for I think the last four years. He's played for the Colts. Yeah, he's been for um, co- pumped yeah. to bring him back. All right. Very good. Our next signing was bringing back tight end Mo Ali Cox. 
We don't want less Ellie Cox. We want Mo Ellie Cox. Mo, Mo, Mo. <laughs> he's a stud. You know, he's he didn't play college bat- football. You know, he was a basketball player. And it, it shows you know, he's a little rough on the edges, but his athleticism jumped off the screen anytime he's on it. I still look at that one-hander against Oakland from Luck uh, in the touchdown, just sick. Yeah, he can mow people down. I thought he'd have a bigger year with uh, with Rivers right. than he did, but for some reason, you know, Reich was putting Trey Burton in there more often. Beats me. Um, I, I hope Mo can shine this year because uh, we're gonna need him. You know, Jack's getting old. You know, hopefully this Granson kid can come help fill some shoes. But I like those two wide receiver or two tight end sets, and Mo is a monster in the blocking game, the passing game. Give me a five. I want him to be a Colt for life. A hundred percent. I'm. So on the boat with that, you know, I was excited. I think they extended Jack Doyle last year, I, I want to say. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, consistency. But it's like Jack's never been like. Like, he's always kind of like that guy, like if you're if you have the opportunity to draft him in fantasy football, you kind of look at your other options, perhaps like it, it, it's been a long time since he's been like that dude. Um, yes. But do I love him? Yes. Do I, am I grateful for Jack Doyle to be on the team? Yes. But he's like. You know, he's never been your Travis Kelsey. He's never been like even remotely close to the like even in the same ballpark as any of those guys. But he's been consistently here. So um, another guy who like uh, T.Y. Hilton esque, you know, that's kind of been here for a little while. But, you know, um, you got to have the help. Uh, I'm I'm a four from O'Ealy Cox. I definitely am. I wish he'd get utilized better, you know, and. That's my biggest concern that the excitement factor is lower because he's not, I don't think used as often as I would like. He's a huge body dude has great hands. Um, and is usually pretty efficient, a very efficient target. You know, you're, if you, I don't see him drop balls. Yeah, no. I remember one, it was a couple of years ago, him and like Ebron were like Andrew Luck's number one target against the Patriots. Cause like T Y and a bunch of other people were out. It was ridiculous. But yeah, T, uh, Mo Ali Cox. We're very, very excited for him to come back. Uh, linebacker Malik Jefferson. Um, again, I really didn't know much about Malik Jefferson. I guess he's a third round pick from uh, the Chargers. Okay. I looked at his tape though. I mean, he's super athletic. He's rangy. You know, his college tape was awesome. Uh, he looks like he could ball if given the you know if given the chance. But again. You know, he hasn't seen a lot of snaps for a reason. So there's, I mean, there's got to be a reason why he, he, he's a free agent. So this comes with some risk to it, but I give it three. If he can come show up and just provide some nice depth for us and flash a couple times, maybe work his way up to some solid minutes. Heck, it, it's a win-win. We, he's on the cheap. We didn't have to trade anything for him, you know? So it's a very low risk and it could be a high reward. Again, Ballard's a genius when it comes to, to grading and drafting line or linebackers. So why can't we assume that he can get one off a of free agency as well? I, I'm, I'm pumped, and hopefully he can live up to the potential that I'm going to set. Uh, Hall of Famer, Malik Jefferson. I'm putting up there <laughs> right now. I love it. I'm at a three as well. I'm at a three as well. Where We got a pretty good linebacker core, but uh, definitely, you know, you guys can't play every down. You got to have a little quality depth there. All right, we're going to move on to our draft picks now. Um, draft picks now. So uh, we're all signed. To my understanding, all signed. Uh, Quitty Pay, tier five. Ten. I know ten. we're only going to five, but ten. Ten, ten. 
watching his story, seeing his tape, 10. 10, he's going to blow everyone off. Uh, 10. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Pretty much. He was my favorite draft pick, obviously, uh, amongst everything that kind of transpired this last weekend. So, uh, yeah, five for me. Uh, Deo Odeyingbo, defensive end. Excitement for him. I'm, again, I, I'm at a four, but a very good four. Health, obviously, the biggest concern. Health, obviously, the biggest concern. But um, this guy was a first-round prospect before his injury. So if he's another guy, you can get back up to spade, uh, recover as quickly as possible. You know, they're obviously uh, gonna willing to be patient with him. They knew the risks drafting him. I'm going to go four. You know, I'll go five because this guy, is, he's, he's pretty good when healthy. I'm going to go five for here for Deo. You know, I'm with you. I, I saw his tape too. I think him and Quiddy uh, on both ends are going to be monsters with the force right there in the middle. I mean, we could be looking at the next Mathis-Freeney combo. I'm pumped. You know, unfortunately, we're probably not going to see him play much this year. If, he, if we can get him back in time for like the playoffs, though, good Lord. Buckle up because it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped. He's going to be a, a monster, an absolute monster. We got two first-round defensive ends in this draft, and Ballard's a genius for it. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see what this guy can do. Two young guys, you can be the face of our defensive line for the next five, maybe ten years. Who knows? Um, Let's see. Where is this list? Um, what is going on? Oh, hold on. I lost it. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Uh, Kylan Granson is next. Tight end out of SMU. My apologies. Uh, Colts had a rookie minicamp this past weekend and heard very good things about Kylan Granson. They're saying this guy can make it, uh, can be an instant impact guy. So, with that being said, uh, I'm at a four for Kylan Granson. Didn't know, I think I would be, but from what I'm hearing and knowing how important a very good quality tight end is uh, in an offense in 2021, yes, Kylan Granson, I am excited. I'm going to go four. Um, I follow Zach uh, Hicks on Twitter. Yes. Who has been just loving the Kylan Granson pick. He was calling it before the draft. You know, he's ecstatic that we got him. Uh, I was like, all right, when I first heard about it, I didn't hear much about this tight end. All right, I'll give him a two. It, it would have been. But then looking at the highlights, looking at the tape, seeing what he's done, I'm at a six. This guy looks like he can be an undersized Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Explosive. He's got run after the catch. Uh, he just looks totally solid on, on all ends. If Reich and Reich wanted him, Reich coveted him. You saw it in the, if you don't watch the, you know, with, this, with the next pick, the Colts uh, special on the draft. You could tell how happy he was to get this guy. He was salivating. You could see the wheels spinning with how he's going to use him. I, I think he could be an Ertz, you know, just stretching the field, going down the seam. He's got speed. He's got strength. He's only six one and a quarter, I think, like six two. That's why he kind of fell. Right. Wasn't listed in that whole Brevin Jordan. You know, there's Kyle Pitts in the tight end group. Then like Brevin Jordan, three tiers below that. And I think, you know, Granson should have been in that Brevin Jordan, you know, the era area. So I'm pumped. I'm excited. I think he's going to be a great player for the Colts. And yeah. we finally get like a, a move tight end that we need. Absolutely. So, yes, we are in unison. Very, very excited for Kyle Granson. 
Uh, next up, Sean Davis, safety out of Florida. Uh, some considering maybe the, we talked about this last week, uh, possibly the worst pick allegedly of Chris Ballard's tenure, but um, I wouldn't go that far. I'm probably like a three. I know how much help we need in the uh, in in the back in the defensive backfield, so I, I'm probably about a three. I'm probably about a three for Sean Davis. I'm in a three two unless this drafted Sean Davis is better than signed Sean Davis. <laughs> then I'm at a five. Let's keep drafted Sean Davis and get rid of you know signed Sean Davis. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, Sam Ellinger, uh, our quarterback out of Texas. I don't. I got really excited when they signed made made this draft pick. Like it didn't make sense at first, but I was really excited. Uh, when I seen that they drafted a starting quarterback at a big time college, you know, it's an, it's an insurance policy as of right now, but um, I'm at like a three or a four, maybe even. Ooh, you yeah. think he uh, takes over before, you know, Easton season or, or what? I'm kind of leaning towards that. I'm wow. kind of leaning towards that. All right. I'm with you. Uh, I know that he lost brother piece. Yes, Jake Ellinger. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, absolutely, I couldn't imagine. But when it comes to him playing, I mean, uh, again, I saw some of the tape. Looks great. Looks electric. Kind of reminds a little like Taysom Hill, a bit, where he's very athletic. You know, he'll he'll make things happen. He 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 makes plays. That's what he does. He he just makes plays. And if he can put it all together, he'd be great backup. You know, I don't know how I feel about a rookie backup quarterback with how Wentz is. You know, I I don't know. He's currently but... listed. At, he's currently listed as fourth on the depth chart. Eason's number two. Not that I don't think there's an official depth. There's definitely not an. Who official the hell is number three? Uh, <laughs> that oh, who's that kid we signed? We signed somebody. Um, even I think a little bit before. Oh, who the heck was it? Was it me? Was I signed as a third backup <laughs> quarterback for the Colts? Let me. <laughs> Jalen Morton. I think they signed him in like February. So before our, before our little grading period here. We're screwed if Carson goes down. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, I like we might be we might be screwed with Carson. <laughs> Imagine like if Carson gets hurt. Yeah, it's not good. Damn. Jalen Morton doesn't have a picture on ESPN, so that's we're in trouble. <laughs> So, um, so Sam Ellen, is there any way that any way that we can get Andrew Juju as like a backup, just in case something were to happen to Carson, we need Andrew Juju to lace it up. I, I, I would look at Curtis Painter at this point. God, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Uh, all right. Our final two. Well, we're going to probably one more after this, but, uh, Mike Straken, straight Chan wide receiver, our Charleston D two. Um, from what I'm gathering, but another depthy wide receiver that's uh, got some good, uh, some good, gotten some good praise on him so far. Um, I'm excited if they decide to to maybe move him to tight end. He's like six foot five, two hundred twenty pounds. That's what we mentioned last week. Yep. If they can put him at tight end, I would be pumped. I would yeah. be so ecstatic. But who knows? I'm not Frank Reich. I'm not. I'm not a football coach. I don't decide these things, but I think he'd be a great tight end looking at the film. If he can, he'd just be a mismatch nightmare. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably like a two. I'm at like a two yep. for right now. I'm with I'm you. A two. 
And then uh, round seven pick will freeze or fries. I hope it's fries because he's an offensive tackle. But um, <laughs> yeah, out of Penn State, uh, late round offensive line picks are usually just camp bodies. Sometimes don't make it. Maybe practice. Maybe practice squad. But I, I don't know. I don't know. He, I'm I, pretty I think sure Ballard only made this pick so he could say that yes, I drafted a lot, offensive lineman. Yeah. I'm 90% sure of that as well. Uh, I'm at a, I'm at a two. I'll give him a, I won't give him a one. I'll give him a two. Um, Cause I feel like I did hear his name talked about a little bit coming into this draft. Just a little bit, maybe, but uh, I'll go, t- I'll go, I'll go two on the excitement level. I'll go two with you just to say that we agreed. All right. And then uh, Eric Fisher, obviously our most recent one uh, where I, th- I would say four or five. I'd be five if he was healthy. I'm going to go four, just knowing what he can do if he is fully healthy. All right. I'm down with that. But all right, everybody, that is a wrap. We just kind of tear, right? I don't think I missed anybody, right? No, I think we uh, nailed it, like always. So as always, as always, we're the best. So, uh, so yeah, that's our level excitement, level of excitement uh, for, you know, what's coming up. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe next week we look at, we'll see what's going on around the NFL. Maybe next week we do our little AFC South kind of just seeing how everybody's doing. Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure the schedule is released this <gasps> Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. We're pushing that off another week. So uh, Wednesday, yeah, I think it's the 12th. So it's Wednesday. Um, so we'll yeah. be talking about the schedule. We're going to look through it, see what looks good. Uh, what's like, um, and we'll break down the schedule. So great save on that one, Brandon. That's what we will be doing. Uh, and as always, man, you do what you do and take us home. Well, you know, we were talking about our level of excitement. And it kind of brought me back to my my high school days. You know, I uh, I loved the women. And the w- women loved me. And there's nothing better than, you know, meeting that new girl and going out with her, maybe hanging out at her place for some Netflix and chill for the very first time. And, you know, you're canoodling, you're... You know, you, you start just getting all touchy-feely and you get that excitement, that that fire in your loins and that like, oh, yeah, is this going to be the time? Is this going to be the time? And then she says, no, 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 no. Well, I don't want, I'm, I'm a good girl. Let's wait till 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 next time. All right. You, you go home, you call her, you make the date for like the next day because you just can't wait. You got all that excitement and that fire in your belly. You feel like, yes, this is my time. She's, oh, I, I, I can feel it. I'm going to be so, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then the next time you guys hang out, the spark's not there. She's sitting on the other side of the couch. You don't know what happened. You, you, everything just turned cold. And, and you just you don't have that same level of excitement. That's the Buffalo Bills season this year. You guys were so close. You guys couldn't wait. You felt all that excitement, that fire in your belly. Oh, we were in the AFC conference game. Oh, we were so good. Josh Allen was great. Fantastic, fantastic. Wrong. 2021, we're going to put our boot down your throats you're gonna feel it no excitement no fire in your belly just our boot down in your throat suck it buffalo thursday we found out what date we beat your asses on and i can't wait we'll talk to you next time right here on colts fans and bills land everybody i'm fucking hyped talk to you next week
Alright guys, we've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours, and if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography, we're gonna have to come up with a plan! Hey, why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa, doors, like an exit door. Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Hold on a second, these doors are labeled. This one says Dracula on it. And this one says Beware Zombies! That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Mm, tough call. Mm. I got an idea! On three, we're gonna open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, hello there. Damn, that's scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn That Scary, new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.